Hey there, I am so excited to let you know that my upcoming book, Building Your Money Machine, is available for pre-order. Now, you might say, why do I want to pre-order a book that I'm not going to get until June 11th, 2024, when it comes out? Here's why. First off, it's going to get you access to a, a whole handful of wealth resources that you can't get anywhere else. They will go away. These are special resources, trainings and tools and, and templates that allow you to implement them into your life, to get financial freedom started in your life. The whole idea behind this book is to alight the path to financial freedom so you get the chance to live a life of choice not a life of need, to be able to choose what you do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. And yet we seem to not want to talk about financial freedom or money or wealth because we demonize it. But the fact is, is that it's just a tool. And if we use the tool correctly, we have a richer lifestyle, but we have a deeper impact. People's lives are better. And I want to have that conversation and I want to have it frankly. I want to have it openly. I want to give you the step-by-step -step process to get yourself the financial freedom. And that's what this book does for you. It's about getting your money to work harder for you than you did for it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to yourmoneymachinebook.com. Check out the wealth resources that you get for free, but they're going to expire. So you need to pre-order the book today, put your information in, and then we'll make sure that we get you the resources to get you on the road and on the path to financial freedom. And until I get a chance to see you on the road or see you on that path, always, always strive to live a life that outlives you. See you soon. Hey there, I'm Mel Abraham, the author of The Entrepreneur Solution, the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy, where we teach you how to design a business and create a life, a life of financial freedom and peace of mind. And welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution Show. And in this episode, we're going to dive into, we're going to begin to dive into my three phases of business life or product life uh, framework and model. And this is, if you recall, we talked about this, I introduced this to you a couple of episodes ago. It's the process that we use to take a product and a business and bring it to life. And so we're going to start to break that down in each of the upcoming episodes to give you some tools, some tactics, and some strategies to start to implement and execute it in your life, in your business, with your ideas and your products. So stay tuned after this brief introduction, and we'll come back with the very first episode dealing with the three phases of business life framework. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Solution, where highly successful entrepreneur Mel Abraham becomes your entrepreneurial mentor. Here, Mel reveals his business building strategies and even gets a chance to answer your questions. Mel Abraham, a CPA by education, but an entrepreneur by exhilaration and a true believer in the entrepreneurial way of life. It's through entrepreneurship that we create community, support society, and live our dreams. It's where possibility meets reality again, and you can have the life and lifestyle you want, one of freedom and peace of mind. Welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution, where it's time for you to be bold, dream big, and live life your way. Hey there, I'm Mel Abraham, and welcome back 
to the Entrepreneur Solution Show. I am the author of the Entrepreneur Solution and the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy, where we teach you how to design a business and create a life, a life of financial freedom and peace of mind. And uh, and in this episode, I'm really excited because we're going to start to really dig into some of the nuts and bolts. Remember, we we talked about in one of the earlier episodes about a business of meaning and and the above the line and the below the line and uh, concepts. And and once we get this concept of meaning taken care of, the above the line, which is legacy and lifestyle, defined and taken care of, we can start to deal with some of the below the line things, the mechanics of business. And and some of the mechanics of business fall under this framework that I call the three phases of business life. And we talked about the concept that there's three different phases. First is the think up phase, and which is really where we do the design, the mindset, all of the culture things, the, the modeling, before we ever bring anything to market. We spend a fair amount of time doing a variety of things in the think-up phase. And there's three stages in that phase, as, as we talked about. And then we go from the think-up phase to the get-up phase. This is, this is where we start to move forward and we bring it to market. We start to think about how do we plan for it? How do we structure it? How do we, uh, we finance it? What do we do to bring it to market? And then the, the third phase, the third phase is really about the reach-up phase. This is where we build it, we grow it, we scale it, and in fact, even possibly exit it, whether it's a liquidity event or a sale. And so, so in the upcoming episodes, we're going to break down each of these phases and each of the the stages in each of these phases as we go through it to try to give you some tools, some tactics, some strategies to start to, to implement them. Because I believe, I truly believe that that this is the process that every product, every business must go through to really, to really create sustainable success, to, to allow yourself to come about with high probability of success. It, it's not about just an idea. It's not about just being creative. It's not about just flippantly going out excited about some concept that you came up with, but it's about creating strategy, tactics, and tools around it, systems around it that allow you to grow, allow you to scale, to create something. It's the only way that you're going to create something that doesn't suck the life out of you. To do it intentionally, to do it purposefully, to do it uh, in in the context of what it is you're trying to create. Now, entrepreneurs... Entrepreneurs are not necessarily, they're not followers at all. In fact, um, they're, they're leaders. I, I truly, as, as you've heard me say before, I truly believe that the entrepreneurs are the, the, the recipe for solutions in uh, our, our economy, in our country, in our communities, in our societies, and globally. And that if we just take and allow them the opportunity to solve the problems of society, they'll come at it much more effective, much more efficient, and much more, more, more meaningful than, than anyone else. And, and so I think that the concept of entrepreneurship brings with it, uh, by necessity, the concept of change, the concept of, of doing things differently, the concept of, of thinking differently. And that's, that's really where we're going to, to look at this. And, and this think of phase has three stages in it, as we talked about earlier. It, it's got the decide stage in it, it's got the ideation stage in it, and it's got the model stage in it. And we're going we're gonna to hit on the decide stage, and there's a, a, a lot that goes into this. And, and I know some people will, 
will argue with me and say, no, doesn't the, doesn't the idea come first? And, and truth be told, the idea doesn't come first. Uh, you know, that's, that's how a lot of entrepreneurs start, but that's how a lot of entrepreneurs struggle. And, and here's why, at least this is how I look at it is that when you become an idea-centric entrepreneur, an idea-centric entrepreneur, which means that, that you're going to go from idea to idea to idea, a lot of times what you do is you rest your whole being, you rest your whole future, you rest your whole um, vision on a single idea. And, and if you've been in business at any, any length of time or you're just going into business, this is one lesson you want to learn is that, that if you have something that has a single point of failure, then in all, uh, in all respects, you've raised the risk level. You've raised the probability of failure tremendously. And so you want to resolve and, and, and dissolve all the single points of failure in your, in your business. And so if I'm an idea-centric entrepreneur, then my primary focus is going to be on taking one idea to market. And so that's why what I try to do is to say, let's put the idea aside for a moment. Let's put the idea secondary for a moment. Let's simply talk about being an entrepreneur because there's a whole lot of decisions. There's a whole lot of choices that come into play before we want to birth the idea and make it a reality. And, and so we want to understand that first. And when we make those choices correctly, then the idea, whatever the idea is, we're going to start to come up with ideas. And because then, then we've, we're coming at it as an entrepreneur. We've taken on the identity of an entrepreneur first. And then we'll take that identity of, entre of entrepreneurship and we're going to envelop and we're going to, we're going to develop whatever ideas come in our, uh, in our, in our space because we're thinking like an entrepreneur. If you've met on, uh, real creative entrepreneur types, uh, they're always thinking, they're always creating. I mean, they can't go into a store without looking at things, how could I make this better? How could I make this more efficient? How could I do this differently if I were the owner? That's just their, their thought process. That's the way they're, they're wired. That's the way they've been trained. That's the way they, they look at the world. And so if, if and when you turn around and say, let me take this identity of entrepreneurship on first. Let's make the decision that I'm going to be an entrepreneur first. Then you're going to have you're going to have so many ideas coming into, into your world that you're not going to be focused on just a single idea. Now, we're going to tell you to focus on a single idea to take that forward, to bring that to market first because you can't concentrate on a bunch of different ideas and be effective. But what it does do when you take on that entrepreneurship identity is it doesn't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, here's, here's the cycle. If you, if you, if you want, it's called, um, I call it the, the, this will work cycle. And this is what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs. They, they're sitting back. They may be sitting, they may be sitting with their, their buddies, uh, drinking. They may be playing cards. They may just be out with their spouse and they see something and go, I got an idea. I got an idea. And what if we did this and we did this? And all of a sudden you have this conversation about this concept that this will work. And all of a sudden there's a whole lot of passion there. There's a whole lot of energy. There's a whole lot of, of, of vibrancy there. And you go, you're going back and forth going, this will work. This will work. This will work. This will work. And you start to move forward and all of a sudden this will work changes. And it changes into, will this work? And then you start doubting yourself. And you start doubting the process. And you start doubting the, the path and you keep asking yourself, will this work? Will this work? 
will this work? And you're going to be hearing the criticisms and the ridicules and, the, and, and all of the, the different naysayers in your life as you ask the question, will this work? Will this work? And then all of a sudden, they're going to, you're going to start feeling like, no, it won't. No, it won't. And you start to doubt. And a lot of entrepreneurs will stop at that point. And then there's some that don't. They, they continue to go. They continue to go. And they go, they go from this will work to will this work to, oh, my God, this is work. And it is. It is. There's a lot of energy that you need to invest to bring a business to life. But if you do it and you're not on the right path, it's going to feel like work. It's going to feel like drudgery. It's going to feel like slavery. It's going to feel like you sold your, you, you sold your soul to the devil. It's going to suck the life out of you. So that's why these decision points that we want to make in business, we need to make early. We need to, we need to ask ourselves some of these questions early. And so as we go through some of these things in this whole three phase business life, uh, three phases of business life model in the upcoming episodes, what, what I invite you to do is get your journal out and make this your checklist. Now there's going to be downloadable tools that you can get at, uh, at, uh, you know, the episodes, uh, you know, we'll have some downloadable tools. You'll have access to, uh, the, the tra uh, transcripts and, and all of that. But I want you to do it in your own handwriting. There's a difference when you start to scribe your own destiny, which when you start to scribe your own future out on paper and start to think it through in that context. Um, and so here's the thing. In order to get over the hump of will this work and oh my God, this is work, you've got to take on the identity of entrepreneur. When you take on the identity of an entrepreneur, you then know that you will run the miles. That it's not about the path that you want to take. It's about the the destination you want to come to. And that destination is going to come out of a couple of different things. It's it's what you might hear people say, it's the why. Remember in the analyst model, I talked about the why we do business. And I think that this is, this is that part of it. This, this why becomes the magnet for why you show up. It, this why becomes the energy and the push when things get rough. This why is, is the, the impetus that, that will move you forward past the, the 18 mile marker when you're running the marathon of entrepreneurship, where you hit that wall and you feel like you've got nothing left in you. And it's, it's what's going to allow you to step through and make, uh, make a difference. And so, so when we talk about this why, uh, I want you to think about this and I want you to start to answer these questions because your why may be for different reasons. And, and I'm going to give you an ex examples of entrepreneurs that fall into each of these four categories of why. And, and there may be more categories of why. I just want to give you some food for thought as you start to reflect on why it is you're in business, why it is you want to be in business if you haven't started a business and what it want, what you want it to look like. And the first why entrepreneurs go into business is, is uh, for passion. I mean, just sheer passion. Uh, you know, a good friend of mine, Peter Diamandis, uh, he's uh, the, the founder of XPRIZE, and, and he, is, he is one of the smartest, most intelligent uh, people I know in, in the world. And he's got a vast vision for the future, but his passion his passion is about space, and it's always been about space since he was a child. And so what he did is he created XPRIZE to try and create 
a spaceship. He created a contest to create a, a spaceship to go to space. So, so we're eliminating all of the government uh, red tape and NASA and all that. But can private industry create something that would allow them to go to space? And Peter Diamandis, through the passion he had for exploring space, created XPRIZE. That was a phenomenal, phenomenal success. And he's gone on to take other passions in his life and build entrepreneurial endeavors around that. And Peter, so Peter Demondis is what I would call a passion-driven entrepreneur that, that really creates the entrepreneurial endeavor, the business, the, everything around his, his personal passions uh, in the world. And he's got some, uh, if, if you research him, he's got some incredible things going on, uh, revolving around space, exploring space, mining in space that, that you will boggle your mind. But the, the value he brings to society by bringing some of that down will, will affect energy costs. It'll affect how we live our lives. It, it is tremendous and it's driven by his passion. Now, the argument could be made that all all uh, entrepreneurs are driven by passion, and they are. They are. But there's a there's a a waiting, if you will, that uh, that will weight them in in different areas of these different whys. But I think that the successful the s- successful entrepreneurs are driven by passion. The second the second why, and, and so you, you know, the second why is purpose, purpose driven, and and one that comes to mind for me is. Is Elon Musk the the founder of Tesla and was uh, he's he's been involved with with a lot of new industries, new industry developments, technological de- developments. But Elon is driven by a purpose, and he's driven by the purpose of using and capitalizing on electric energy and and uh, not focusing on. Um, on uh, petroleum fuels, he's he's driven by a purpose to to find a cleaner way of living in in our country, in our uh, world globally, and that's that's what's given rise to much of what he's doing. He's got a, a tremendously successful company in Tesla Motors that w- he's created, and he's also brought to life certain concepts, including the tube to high high speed rail that that is run through tubes and and all that to bring clean energy clean transportation if you will to our lives and so so Elon Musk is what i would call a purpose driven uh entrepreneur and then there and this would you know i would i would be uh flagrantly um lacking if i didn't bring this up then there's the money driven entrepreneur and and there's a lot of them that are out there but the one that comes to mind for me is uh, obviously is uh, uh donald trump i think he's driven he's driven by the bottom line and and that is that is it um it's 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 show me the money he will work the deals solely driven by money not necessarily driven by purpose, not necessarily driven by passion. His passion is, is achieving, accomplishing, and, and, uh, and acquiring, quite frankly. So that's where his, his passion is. So you could be, a, you could be a, a money entrepreneur, and I don't mean it in a negative way, because even though you may be driven by money, you're still creating jobs, you're still creating products, you're still creating services, you're still serving society, creating community, and, and allowing people to live their dreams. And then then there's the the other entrepreneurs uh, that I would call transformational entrepreneurs, 
And that, when I think about that, that's a, that's a Steve Jobs, uh, a Bill Gates, that they wanted to go out when Steve, when Steve Jobs wanted to introduce the iPhone. He was, t- he was not talking about introducing just a simple cell phone. He was talking about revolutionizing, revolutionizing an industry. And, and when he came out on that stage to introduce the iPhone, that's exactly what he said. We're going to revolutionize the industry, just like he revolutionized the music industry, to sit back and say a thousand songs in your pocket. And so Steve Jobs is what I would call a transformational entrepreneur that is looking to transform industry, to transform life, to transform uh, a way of life, a way of belonging that he created, he created through Apple. Uh, a place, a community, uh, uh, almost a cult-like feeling around his customers, around his his people in in the process of transforming the way we see life and the way we do life. And so, so if you look at it, you've got you got passion, purpose, money, transformation. There may be more, but those are the, the four major types of entrepreneurs that um, that exist. It's the the four major types of why you want to go into business, why you want to take this product out there, why you want to continue in business. And so I, I, I kind of ask you to, to sit back and reflect on that for a moment and say, which one is you? What's driving you? What's driving you? Is it a passion that has been that has been in you and burning in you for many, many years that you just want to explore? When I took over the karate school, that was that was based on passion, passion for the martial martial arts, and 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 really believing in in that. Is it a purpose? Is it something that you want to solve in society? Is it you know like Tom's shoes that is focused on on also trying to serve children that that are shoeless and to provide provide shoes for for our other children? Um, you know another great entrepreneur in the purpose driven space is is uh, Marcus Lemonis. He's the uh, the host of the uh, the Prophet. If you haven't seen the show, an amazing show on CNBC. Um, just plugging them for free. So. Uh, but Marcus Limonis talks about purpose. He talks about about process. He talks about people as one of the biggest purpose that that he's in business to change people's lives, to to work for the underdog, to allow them to to grow. Are you driven by money? And and like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. Just be straight about it and know that that money that that that's what's driving you. That's the kind of uh, why that you have. Uh, may or may not be enough of a why to take you through the tough times to to get you through that wall to get you through that barrier when when it happens or are you looking for transformation are you looking to change the world change the the society change community change how we do things in life and so so ask yourself those questions and see where you fit and what is your why in in entrepreneurship because that's what's going to drive you through the tough times then once we've decided what the why is we need to ask ourselves some what questions some what questions what do we want to create you know what what is this is it a product is it a service is it a hybrid is it a bundle of something is it a product and a service and and being clear about what that is becomes important and then am i going to do it as a for-profit or a not-for-profit. Um, we can do it as a not-for-profit depending on what it is. It has to be a, uh, a community service type of, 
product or service to be able to qualify as a not-for-profit or tax-exempt entity under with the code sections are the 501c uh, code sections 501c3 is your charitable donation code sections for instance I have a charitable foundation that deals with abuse and violence education again uh, with respect to abuse and violence against women and children and that's a nonprofit that is a purpose-driven passion-driven uh, entrepreneurial endeavor for me that's the why and that's the what that we're, we're dealing with there and and so once we understand the why and the what we can start to dig more deeply into some of the other decisions you need to make in this stage of the three phases of business life and product life we'll get to some of those other decisions in the upcoming episodes in the meantime if you like this episode please go ahead and subscribe and share it with a friend share it with a friend and uh, to get the takeaways in this episode uh, or and to get the the transcript or the mp3 go ahead and go to melabraham.com forward slash session zero zero seven for uh, that's melabraham.com forward slash session 007 and if you want to ask me a question so I can bring it on the show and make sure that your questions are answered so I can support you and be your entrepreneurial mentor go to go to melabraham.com forward slash ask that's melabraham.com forward slash ask and you'll be able to leave your question for me there and then I can pick it up and make sure that we get it on the show and get it answered for you I hope you enjoyed this session of the entrepreneur solution we'll be back for more on the upcoming episodes to still build in the three phases of business life and product life so we can get you through the whole process and until we get a chance to see each other again may your vision be grand your journey epic and your legacy significant. See you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you get access to all of Mel's business and success tips. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you have a specific business or success question, you can ask it at www.askmelnow.com. Remember, it's all about being bold, dreaming big, and living life your way. Because the world needs you. Until the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant.